This is a very close touch for the Deep Purple Touched series, a continuing series of occasional album reviews. Very occasional recently, oh yes. But this is, it's a, it's a head's breadth in the touching situation because it's, it's an Ian Gillan touch. And it's, uh, it's, it's the Ian Gillan band, not Gillan, it's the Ian Gillan band, because there are two separate sides to the post purple work, post purple, the post purple work that Gillan did, there's the uh, the sort of jazzier sort of version of, of Gillan, and then there would be Gillan themselves, who are, you know, growing up, I absolutely loved, it was, it wasn't just easy on the ear rock, there was more to it than that, but um, quite a lot of people overlook, um, you know, the, uh, the jazzier side of things, and I can understand I can understand why that is, you know, clear air, turbulence and Scarabus. Scarabus is more of a rock album, I suppose. But this, do you know, I don't think I've ever heard it. Um, it's Child in Time, it's the first album. I suppose it's the first post, post-purple, post-purple album, isn't it? And um, it, I really enjoyed it. It is overlooked, certainly by me. It came out in July 76 recorded between 75 and 76 at, uh, at Munich and Montreux because Mr. Gillen was a big name stepping out of the purple. This is the post-purple, post-purple sort of scenario, of course, and uh, produced by Roger Glover. He's got Mike Moran here. Where are we? Rock bottom tragedy. Remember that? I like it. I like the way they staged it. And it came second, didn't it, I think? Him and Lindsay DePaul. But he's here on keyboards. And... Um, He's got uh, Ray Fennick, who played with the Spencer Davis group, I think, didn't he? And um, and was in uh, the Ian Gillan band. Not Gillan, no. That would be Mr. Torme in the Gillan band. However, it really works for me, this. It's a combination of that sort of jazzy and kind of a bit fusion feel. Um, a little bit of radio rock and some sensational Alex Harvey band. Yes, I must talk about Saab here, band I love. Lay Me Down, the first track out, does have that kind of cocky feel to that riff. There are very thin drums here, actually, but the, and, and the harmonies sort of swell, just like Zal Clemenson and Chris Glenn's harmonies um, in the Sensational Alex Harvey band. There's a big organ solo, which I like a lot, and then You Make Me Feel So Good comes up next with an odd percussion, but it's radio, sass rock, it's that... It's almost cock rock, not quite as cocky as it's going to be later in the album. Shame is cocky, but it's the kind of stuff that you'd hear on the radio. It's the kind of stuff you'd... It's not the kind of stuff you'd hear in a confessions movie, but it's getting closer there. It is very commercial. You've got My Baby Loves Me, which has a clavinet in the background. That's it. You can't not strut when you've got a, claret, a clavinet, can you? Not a clarinet, although some people do strut to that, but a clavinet just makes me want to pop my hips. I better be careful, because I might not pop back in. And this is, has a sort of white snake funkiness to it. You know, white snake were funky early on, and they were funkier, I mean, they were funky throughout, but they became rocky funky. Rocky funky. And that's some kind of wrestler. Rocky funky. Anyway, this has got a very smooth and sort of... Um, the flying guitar solo, flying or fleeing from something, I think. It has a version of Child in Time, this. It's not overwrought, it doesn't go for it, it's very laid back. And that's a good way to do it. 
doesn't mess about with it, but they just they just had a different feel to it, and I like that. And the final track, Let It Slide, is 11 minutes, and it doesn't need to be. It's It's got a funky pop feel to it. It's got massive backing vocals. It's got majestic rock with all those keyboards in place, but then it becomes a sort of proggy exploration. And I don't want a proggy exploration on this kind of album. You can see that he didn't quite know, or the band didn't quite know what they wanted to be and where they wanted to go, and that was to their detriment. By the time we get to Gillen, not the Ian Gillen band, Gillen, they know exactly where they want to be, and that was much more popular. But this, I think, is overlooked. It's not a gem, but it is shining in the darkness. I'm glad that I, that I had a look at it. And it's all to do with the Deep Purple Pod, who have pushed me to look at, not literally, but pushed me, figuratively, to look at albums that I never would before. Thank you, sirs. And I'll come back to this one again, I reckon. Now then, let me try and see if I can enjoy clean air turbulence. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.